Hi, this is Mamma T. You're listening to the Kansas City Social Hour. It's the Kansas City Social Hour. Well, get on with it, motherfucker. And we are live. That's live for me, anyways. And you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. And it's about to get live. <laughs> That's right. I hope you're feeling good. Because I'm feeling good. It's a great day to be alive. Sturgill Simpson. Just whooping all kind of ass. Tremendous. That's a new Sturgill Simpson song. Is the intro to the vinyl series. I just heard Dice Clay on the Joe Rogan podcast, and uh, I love Dice. Dice is just a beast, man. And he's old school. I know a lot of people think that his humor is dated, and but I'll tell you what, man. You talk about a resurgence in his career as an actor uh he does a phenomenal job on the vinyl um intro to the series the two-hour premiere that scorsese directed and and has uh somewhat of a starring role it's a cameo you could say but he just steals the show and when he was on entourage he also stole the show love dice kick ass watch the two-hour premiere of vinyl i haven't been following the series too much after that you know i just watched the scorsese premiere it was tremendous it's like a movie unto itself you could watch it by itself so anyways check that out and my man dice check him out on the joe rogan podcast he's really funny i think rogan was high is really high <laughs> so he wasn't laughing at a lot of the jokes that I thought were really funny that Dice was saying, but it's it's kind of weird. I think sometimes they get too high, and uh, they <laughs> get paranoid or something. They're they're overthinking stuff. But on that podcast, they're definitely high off of edibles, and you know, he was on the podcast with Joey Diaz, who's usually this real loud, talkative dude. Said about five words the whole podcast. You know, and it, I was super excited when I saw him like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz and Dice on a podcast. But all you hear is Dice because the other two knuckleheads are stoned out of their minds. It's a fun episode, though. Check it out right now. I was just drinking uh, Anderson Valley's Briny Melon Gosa. And uh, it's really good. It's different. I thought it uh, was a really good beer. Um, some tartness. I got a lot of the saltiness and I'm going to get some more of it. I, I think that it's a great summer beer, you know, somewhat of a dry finish, but overall just a different kind of Gosa. And I thought that it, it nails the style. If you're into Gosa's kind of mellow, not super sour, but you know, some tartness, some saltiness, a little rind, melon rind in there, just a real unique beer, man. And uh, definitely check that out. I thought it was really good, worth worth trying. 
Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into the podcast, the podcast is going to be Corey, uh, Grant Wayner from Tallgrass, the Tallgrass reps who now is covering all of Kansas and his, his expand, he's expanded. I think there's more territories, uh, but I know for sure all of Kansas is his and his distribution rep for Tallgrass Brewing, which is doing some amazing stuff and anxious to try their new Sweet Tooth beer that should be coming out here very shortly. They got the Explorer series out there, the Grizz, Top Rope, a really good beer to drink that's real sessionable is their Songbird Farmhouse Ale, their, their Songbird Saison. It's a real crushable beer for the summertime if you guys want to try that. And so we're there live at 119th Street at the 119th Street Barley's Brewhouse. And it's right after beer school, so we're a little bit tipsy. We're in the corner being some nerds, recording a podcast. And that's what I'm about to drop on you guys right now. But before I get into that, I just wanted to discuss something that I saw on a number of beer sites that's coming out and uh just wanted to give my take on it you know let me know what you guys think about this it's a vagina beer presenting vagina beer what the fuck man and uh you know this is kind of along the lines of you know i've heard not too long ago this brewer who had brewed a beer off of the bacteria in his beard which i thought was disgusting you know uh i'm all for fun i'm all for fun uh, and and trying different things i think that's what's cool about the blue collar appeal that beer has over wine and other spirits this is going too far (laughs) and it's like a they're presenting it as a high-end beer and i shouldn't even be giving it play but i think it's a you know a, a a good discussion in that beer has been criticized for being juvenile overtly sexual degrading you know different styles towards women you know whatever i'm all for fun man i just think that this is you know and this is how i feel right now people could change their mind i don't know but i don't think i'll change my mind about this it's uh a beer it's brewed from the vaginal bacteria the lactic acid bacteria from the vagina of czech model alexandra brendelova so they're gathering uh, the bacteria to create this beer, and um, it's from this girl, and she's all over the advertisements of it. I'm just thinking, gosh, man, in a when this is uh, like I said, I don't know how to. I think it's disgusting. I think it's stupid. I think it's going too far, and um, it, it it kind of. The juvenileness of beer can be fun, I think, and and that and then and this doesn't even step into the realm of juvenile because it's trying to. Some of the branding looks like it's supposed to be high end, if you can believe that. But yeah, I don't, I hope this is a joke. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe I'm fucking falling for some joke. I did see it on a lot of different sites though, so I'm not sure if this is real. You know, I have to Snopes this man or. But uh, I just thought it was worth mentioning, whatever, Snopes Vagina Beer. Let's check this out. I, I don't believe that it, I hope it's not real, man. 
You talk about the craft beer industry coming into its own and being more inclusive towards women and women are taking more part and stuff. And now when we go to the brew festivals, we don't just see a bunch of big dudes with beards. You know, there's actually some women there. And then we seem to take a step back when we do shit like this, you know, and that's why that's why I was a little bit turned off by it, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's real or not, but even if. You know, people are brewing beers from their beard. I, I'm not gonna drink that shit, and I'm not gonna drink some shit that's made off of a supermodel's uh, vagina juice. And I think it's in bad taste and it's stupid for people to be doing that. And it does a disservice for a lot of the craft people that are really trying to make good beers. And so that's why I thought I mentioned it. Let me know what your take is. I might feel totally different at a different time. I just thought it was worth mentioning. It came out. Try the Anderson Valley Melon. Gosa, briny melon gosa. And if you try the vagina beer or you score a bottle, let us know what the fuck you think about it. But without any, I'm not going to say that. But here, I'm about to drop the podcast with Grant Rayner and Corey live from 119th Street Brew House. Hope to see you guys out there. Thank you for joining us. Tell a friend this is growing organically. We keep growing. Cool stuff keeps happening. And it's all because of you guys. Keep supporting us, man. Let some friends know what we're doing out here. Because uh, we're trying to represent the craft beer industry in the Kansas City area. And do some fun shit. I'll catch you on the flip side. And we are live. That's live for me. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at Barley's Brewhouse at 119th and Quivira. We just got done with uh, Tallgrass Beer School. Escuela de Cerveza. That's beer school in Spanish. Check me Good out. Good job, Ruben. That's a little segue into our latest segment, and Grant's on his way over here right now. We actually just started. But we, he's, just, we just started, bro. Yeah, for sure. It took Corey a minute to figure yeah, out. Yeah, Corey doesn't do anything. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Hey, Corey. <laughs> hey, Grant. <laughs> it's been minutes since we talked. That's that's what a dick Ruben is. Ruben just gives gives Grant the mic and starts drinking beer. So that sh- that shows the uh, the level of professionalism that I have to deal with on a day to day basis. That's right. Man. When we, we do that, we need a catchphrase or like a little music for when he when he gets all you know. That is Ruben. Boink. That's perfect. <laughs> you need to fucking loop that shit. <laughs> there goes Ruben again. Do do do. Something along those lines. I'm just kidding, Ruben. Man, you got this. Right right into the mic. Right into the mic. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah I am a lot louder than yeah. most people. No, uh, like I was saying, is we just we just got done with uh, Tallgrass Beer School here at Barley's, and it was it was awesome. You know, I've had all the beers, but it w- it was still fun. It was it was nice to to meet the the he- the new brewer and just get his take on beer and just kind of the things that he's looking to do. And it sounds like fun. Sounds like a lot of new stuff and just. I, I, you know, maintaining that that same level of what I consider kind of approachable beers that that people can enjoy. So that yeah, was I'm a lot of fun for this guy. His name is uh, Greg Pap, and uh, he comes to us with a, a really great resume. He actually, uh, and he didn't expand on it tonight, even though I outed him for it. But he won a, um, I think it was this uh, GABF silver medal for IPA, or maybe it was Imperial. It was Imperial IPA. Um, and uh, just, I mean, this guy can brew. 
And and he said, I remember him saying, you know, he loved he loved IPA, so that that makes sense. So well, another thing I'm really excited about. I don't know if the rest of the area is, but um, he's he really likes good craft lagers and good German lagers. So you know, if I would be, I would welcome a tall grass lager of some sort. Man, uh, we were bouncing ideas off each other in the car today. Dortmunder, um, you know. I'm blanking now on, on some of the fun stuff. That we well, and, and that's one of the, you know, because he said he also liked German Pilsners, and, and I use that as a segue. Reuven and I have always talked about, you know, everyone wants to do, you know, double this, Imperial that, and Reuven are like, it's just good to get a nice a nice Pilsner. So, you know, and it's almost like it might be loggers and pilsners may may be the the next big thing so i i think that that's that's exciting that you have someone on board that really kind of sees the value in that and and i think it'll be something interesting to explore as just you know as people start experimenting and doing different things maybe you come back to to the basics you know with just a pilsner yeah pilsner oh doppelbach was another style he and i were kind of oh, thinking nice. about if anybody ever had like uh Eyinger celebrator um, some of those beers, man. That's some old. Is is Celebrator so good? Is is that the one we had at uh, Grunauer? That's the one that comes with the um, the little. It's got a plastic goat hanging on the neck of the bottle. You guys ever see that? We've you had it on those? tap at, at Grunauer. Yeah, we just had that one on on draft, man. And they they have it at Grunauer, but along with a lot of other great, you know, German style beers. Which just seems like just their their uh, flagship ship is just like off the charts. You know what I mean? Because I remember Reuven telling me, man, he, he went to Grunauer and he looked up the beers on tap and everything was like ninety eight, ninety nine in um in untapped and beer advocate, right? Or is that the one that you use? So now that I I hope people start going to that. It'll just be just I think good to get you know. Things thought out in in that style of beer, and just people kind of reinventing it and making it their own, and, and claiming it, and just you know, just doing like a solid. You know, there's there's a lot to be said for on a hot summer day, just a good pilsner that's low ABV that you could just chug and just drink two of them one after another, really cold, and just there's you know, it brings you back to the good old days of when you drank beer when you were hot as fuck, and just you wanted something super cold, and you just drank that, and it just brings back memories of the good old days for, for now i'm just gonna settle I, I live in westport i have a big porch on the front of my house you can watch all the cars and people running by jogging and everything and uh um i think this summer for me shameless promotional plug for uh songbird stays on man it's hell super yeah. light it's super drinkable uh, for me that's gonna be that beer right now i just when we did the samples had like three glasses of that one man yeah because yeah, nice. yeah it's such an easy drinking Delicious, you know, sessionable saison. But it's got those nice flavors. Like yeah, it's, it's got, got all the... You know, you've got that great, like, pills and malt. You've got the, that saison yeast. Um, we uh, we actually fermented that one a little cooler than you would uh, most saisons um, to kind of stop it from producing the, the, the banana or clove esters. And, just, and it still has that great saison, um, like, Belgian yeast funk, but... You know, without going too nuts, and so I, I dig it, man. It's it's a 
finish, a nice dry finish. Totally, man. And it would be awesome to sit, sit on Grant's porch and heckle runners and, and, and joggers <laughs> so as they run by. I live close <laughs> enough that there are lots of uh, nurses and doctors walking back and forth to KU Med. So, uh, yeah, we, we <laughs> hey, nurse. <laughs> That's just awesome. Yeah. Hey, you're going to be late to work. Yeah. Throw a can at them. <laughs> Can't really hurt them. It's a can. It's going to be empty. Yeah. <laughs> it's Way to pass the weekend. And I just got to mention that we look like super ass dorks right now, right? Uh, <laughs> I I keep predicting that sometime in the near future, people will be doing what we're doing right now, but it, it never seems to happen. Like, I'm like, there's got to be other podcasters out there, right, that are going to just be in the corner recording some shit right now. <laughs> Dude, that's the point is we're, we're on the cutting edge of this shit in terms of that we have the equipment. And, and even when you look at, like, the bigger podcasts, most of those people do it in a studio or they have a very specific place. Very few podcasts go, quote, unquote, out and about. The only one that I've, I've even seen him do it is Michael Rappaport where he'll be out jogging he's the walking trails. But he's crazy. You gotta, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to I Am Rappaport podcast. He's funny motherfucker, man. He's he was funny. just out at South by Southwest, and it was just just walking the streets interviewing people. Dude, if you listen to some earlier uh, Good Beer Hunting stuff, man, Michael Michael Kaiser, um, he he went to a Ch- a Czech Republic and did all the Czech Pilsner stuff, oh, and that was shit. all on a mobile thing, just like you're holding right now. Um, he was like in a van going th- in the woods, like that's dope, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. I, I re- you know. We follow what he's doing like pretty closely because I think even when we were doing what we're doing, the KC Social Hour, like I had this in my mind, like what I thought we could be, and he already had it manifested. So it was, and it made me confident, in, like that we were following a good blueprint. Because if this guy had it, what exactly I felt like we could have already, then you know, and I didn't copy his, uh, but it made me feel good that there was someone out there doing something very similar and. Lately, I've been taking a page like the uh, we did the um, uh, witness the craft thing. That's inspired a lot by what he's doing. I, I saw you know, that t- and yeah. that totally correlated to me. I was like, witness the craft. Yeah. That makes so much sense that they, you know, would would have this uh, this other exercise that they or this other you know um, thing that they wanted us listeners to experience and put a name on it and make a series out of it that that makes so much and sense and it's inspired it. by guys, what man. the uh, good beer hunting is doing because uh I, you know Corey and I we fuck around you, you know we we and we have a good time doing this and I don't ever want to lose that but there's a point where you have to take you know serious the amount of effort and and craft that's going into some you know cuz beer is still a fun thing it's not wine it's not distilled spirits it's Beer, there's a fun aspect to it. You could see it in the names and the beer taps that we have over here at Barley's Brewhouse. Uh, you know, all the fun, different fucking taps that they got going on. And, you know, Shout beer's out. still fun, but there's a craft aspect to it. And there's guys that are taking it to another level. And I, and I wanted to, you know, uh, bring a level of, of seriousness and, and uh, intelligence to that and give them that, their yeah. due in that respect. And so that's what the that's awesome, witness man. the craft I, part's I totally, about. I mean, obviously, I'm you know I I keep jumping on your podcast and thanks for having me all these times. But I really believe in 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 your guys's craft and what you guys are doing. I mean, this makes a lot of sense to me, and uh, nobody else is doing it as far as I know in the city, or at least not as well. And um, and really in the Midwest, I mean, uh, well, 
I guess Chicago considers themselves Midwest. I don't know if I do, but yeah. um, <laughs> fuck Chicago. But I don't know, man. You look at like I was listening to another <laughs> podcast out of out of Chicago called the. Um, can I plug another podcast? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, dude. There's room for there's room for a little more listening, right? Um, we just yeah, we just need all. 1,000 of you or more to just keep listening, please, because I, I know I tune in. But um, the uh, the Beer Temple Insiders Roundtable uh, oh, out shit. of Chicago, the Beer Temple is a uh, is a bottle shop in Chicago that's just like they only procure like the most, like the the seller shit that you're going to, you know, the rare beer finds. Damn. And, um, I wish I would have gone there when I was there. Vin, um, oh, shoot, I'm going to blank on his name. Uh, the owner of, uh, of Lagunitas. Um, um, Oh, it's an Irish last name. Uh, Tony McGee. They had Tony McGee on, and he says to them, he goes, because uh, they were like, dude, what's happening out in the, the California market with the, this type of beer or that type of beer? And he's like, guys, I come from the future. You know, because, like, in the Midwest, we are, I mean, it's just known that we're a little slower to, to take. And, um, yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and that's, like, where, where um, Corey and I were just, like, loving up on some uh, some Pilsners, like, that's what the, I mean. They're going nuts over there with out out in, in California with Pilsners right now. Corey and I feel justified and vindicated in that that we were, you know, huge proponents of, you know, and, and Corey's mentioned it before. Like, uh, why not make a craft version of what everybody already loves? You know, and it's a but. You, you know, if you have a, a premium and you take the time, and, and lagers are tough to make, from what I understand. Pills, it's not like an easy process. And mothers uh, a, a, ahead of the curve too, in a lot of ways, and that that that's what they pride themselves in is being a lager, a beer producer. But um, yeah, man, just before, loving that style, that nostalgic style, and, and like Evil. I know Evil Twin makes a killer uh, Imperial Pilsner, and they sell them also in in, in big big cans. Don't sleep on Urban Chestnut uh, Zwickle beer. That thing is a nice. I don't. I don't think it's, it's not a pilsner, but it's a. Um, it's a craft lager that man just won't quit. Okay. Is Urban it a Chestnut? dark lager? No, it's it's light in color, man. Um, Zwickle is the name of. If you've ever been to a brewery and they've served you a sample right out of the either the bright tank or the the firm, big fermentation tanks, mm-hmm. there's like a. They can also call it a pigtail that they'll hook up to the side of the the vessel. Uh-huh. That pigtail, the actual name for that is a Zwickle. And um, uh, calling a beer a Zwickle beer means that you're trying to offer this beer raw. You haven't. Um, it hasn't been through a centrifuge. It hasn't been filtered. It hasn't been pasteurized. It's like the raw form of the beer of that beer, but it's also um, it needs to be a lager style because that's like the German throwback to that. So check that beer, Urban Chestnuts, with okay. beer, man. It's it's great. I'll def- definitely check that out. <laughs> and then you stole my thunder because I was in his joke and asked him if that are was you, a Mexican named the Zwickle. Oh, be- are you gonna, are you going out to Lupulin? Are you going to make it? Uh, the Lupulin Festival in yeah. St. Louis, man. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm really excited. To, I'm booked for a. Uh, uh, festival over in um, uh, wait, what weekend is that? Is that this? Lupulin is this weekend. This weekend, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I'm booked for uh, um, uh, our friends at Defiance Brewing Company uh, Hayes, got together Kansas. in Hayes, Kansas, and I'll be out there. They got together with uh, uh, Liquid Bread that um, that brew pub out there that, okay. that has all those metal winning beers. They got together and put together a, uh, a beer festival out there. Oh, so, nice. you know, That'll me and a fun. bunch of Kansas city reps are actually heading West when I know a lot of people are heading going East. East, but no, that's so, cool. That, that, um, 
Yeah, we, we really want to support them. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be fun. Kick ass, man. And, and that was g- kind of going to be my segue is I just wanted to, you know, ca- it's been a minute since we, you know, took our bus tour. I just wanted to see, like, what, what's been going on with you, man? Like, what have you been having going on? Uh, what kind of adventures have you been in or anything uh, specific that you wanted to say about that, man? Yeah, man. Since then, um, I've taken uh, I've taken a kind of a new role at the brewery. I'm I'm taking over all of Kansas uh, as a sales rep, and so it's really an honor that the brewery would uh, would let me take care of the whole market. You know, in Manhattan and and Wichita is a big market for us. Kansas City was already my territory, and that's a huge market for us. Um, so I haven't forgot about KC and and, and Columbia, Lawrence, Springfield. But, um, yeah, it's been a real treat to get out and meet um, Topeka, meet the market in Topeka and, and, and Wichita. And, it's, and you'll find slight differences. Like, I'm in and out of liquor stores for my, my job every day. Uh-huh. And um, it's funny what you'll find. Like, I was able to pick up with well, you guys on the, uh, on the bus tour in Manhattan. We were able to grab some, uh, some Goose Island Bourbon County Stout that sold out in Kansas City but not out there. And it was – there were – I could have bought 12 bottles of Bourbon County. It's just – yeah, and is it um, like that in Topeka. I was too, in Topeka. I was able to pick up the last bottle of Odell Pina Agria oh, on the shelf, so and, and we we drank that on the bus yeah, we did. that day, and it was I was it was enlightened. Uh, the Brett has just like I don't know uh, bloomed, you know, for lack of a better term. I mean, it's really good right now. And I found a bottle in the you know, it's like look at this shelf turd. Oh wait, I oh, wait, I'll, I'll pay whatever this. you want for yeah. that. Yeah, and so you know, I. I these different markets kind of have a different vibe, and and even oh my god, you guys, you got it. You two have got to get down to Wichita, man. You got to take the podcast on the road, go down to Wichita. Wichita Brewing Company bought uh, Tallgrass's old uh, brew system, uh-huh. and they're making awesome beers. They started as as a brew pub. Um, the V6 IPA is really good. They have this vanilla porter that's off the chain, um, and then down the road. There's this little tiny, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it right here, you yeah. guys. Like you heard it here first, Central Standard Brewing Company. It's named for the time zone that, that we all live in. Uh-huh. Um, they're making sours. Uh, we we had it. We ha- uh, you tried it at. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, you, you remember that crowler? Yes, yes. Okay, dude. I've been following them, and it's only getting better and better. And in, Their styles are. They're in Wichita. They're down in the fun part of town, downtown. You gotta get down there, man. I'm telling you, once the rest of the well, the area and the country uh, gets gets hold of this beer. They're going to realize, like, I'm going to put it in side project, like quality. Like this Whoa. is, I'm and serious. And they have crawlers, and they're only ten bucks. Like it's just yes. And so we could bring it back. We could with do like the absolutely uh, uh, Casey Social Tour Kansas. We can we could go out to um, Emporia, hit Radius. We could go down to Wichita, and then go go west and. And stop by Tallgrass, of course, and then hit hit Defiance. Absolutely, man. I had a guy in, in the industry just today tell me that uh, Radius, that he had a, I think it was an IPA from Radius that just, I mean, it was worth talking about to this guy. They had like a lemon drop, um, which was a pale ale, but with Amarillo, that was phenomenal. I loved it. Dude, That's it I love really Amarillo good. hops, man. That's that's so and, great. And, but. I, and, I, and when I was there, I got to talk to the to the owner slash head brewer. I think his, his name's JJ. Super nice guy, and he said he'd be willing to do the podcast. So Nice. There you go. Yo, Beautiful dude. space, right? Yeah, it's really nice, and they have really cool... The, the coolest thing that they have is the, the way they do their um, their um, 
their tastings because they have the little, they have like this wooden thing that's uh, two layers with all the glasses. And the, the way the glasses sit in there is so cool. I, oh, I, nice. I posted a picture a while really back. Really good presentation. It's just really cool. And he made them. You know, he wanted to find a system, like an efficient way to put glasses into to, to serve. You know, I love that too. about the brewing industry that, like, guys like that can see a – I, I don't know. It, 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 not not even a need for a problem. Not like it's a problem. I mean, people have been working flights forever, but yeah. like he can come up with his own creative touch on how to serve a flight and make it cool enough that you're now talking about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, you I, know, I, like I love that. That's though. that's that art. That's that 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 science. That inventor that's the inside brewer, the brewers. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I'm a member of the homebrew club, and I, I'm not a. A great home brewer like like Michael I know, Wells, I'm but still, I'm still waiting for for Grant to share some home. Brewing. Oh man, you were brewing two weeks ago. Yeah, please. dude, um, that was the uh, Three Floyds uh, um, Zombie Dust clone. I know, all grain. So, uh, yeah, so that's ready to be. That's now been in. Uh, that's ready to move move to secondary, and then a, uh, another week or two, and we'll bottle it, and then three weeks after that, you can try it. All right. So I, it's a, there's a timetable for homebrew. We want to try it. We want to try but, it. We'll, uh, we'll review it. I'm I'm excited because yeah, man. But you know, it's it's funny. I'll go to these brew, these homebrew club meetings, and people will they'll bring something cool that they made or some food that they you know some like sourdough bread that you could just tell like they're on the next level with this stuff and it's like well of course they are there it's a room full of brewers i mean these are makers these are you know like if they weren't brewing they'd be carpenters or they'd be you know uh, sculptors or something you know and so no, i there, love there it are, you know uh, brewery and you know brewing in a sense is is an art so that's that's the way they express themselves is is through their beer, and then you know it just it, it, it kicks into everything else. So you think like, and we've talked about that before with with Chris, and you know I think that the United States when we went through, I'm about to get deep down. <laughs> no, oh no, boy. but like when we went through like the Industrial Revolution, right? Like everybody was working, right? Everybody, you, you know. So the beer that was popular was like the working man's beer, like cases of the same shit just enough to keep you going through whatever like it seems now like as as our economy has settled in a little bit and people have more money and leisure this craft movement and not just beer but furniture fucking cheese uh cupcakes bunk cake whatever the fuck you know you just see all these people making shit and it's cool to see america go back to you know, when we had, like, manufacturing, like, widgets and shit, like, mass, you see people, like, returning to craft and, like, woodworking, like, uh, going back to, I mean, I, I've, I've been I agree with that, that big time. Shit. Yeah, and definitely. I, I think it's awesome, you know? And, and the, uh, it correlates with beer in a lot of ways because, you know, at the last time that we had this many breweries was at about the time right before, like, the Industrial Revolution. I was, I was pre-Prohibition. There were, um, I think it was in the... I, I, I don't. I, you'll have to fact check me, but it's like thirty. We don't, we don't no, okay. We're like no, yeah. So it's like it was fact like thirty. I want to say it was like thirty-eight hundred breweries before prohibition, and now we're at, uh, officially at forty-four hundred. Now a lot of those are just um, brew pubs or nano breweries, just neighborhood fueled places. But that's what brewing always was before we had this huge macro situation is um, you brew for your neighbors. You brew for yourself and your neighbors. And then, you know, two miles down the road, somebody else is brewing for themselves and their neighbors. And, and that's what's awesome because it, it allows people to, you know, it gives you a lot of opportunities to try a lot of different things. And 
you know, you may drink some stuff that you don't like, but someone's going to do something. You're going to go, I want a lot more of that. And that's just, that's, that to me is, is the fun part is, is like the discovery of it where you go and I've never been here. I've never had any of their beers. And then all of a sudden, boom, you, you, you taste something and you're like, that's what I want. So to me, it's just, it's, it's just an awesome, awesome opportunity to like go somewhere, try something that you've never tried and just be wowed. And then you could share with everyone and go, holy shit, this beer is awesome. Totally. Totally, man. No, I, I like what Reuben said about about makers. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my neighborhood. Um, we have a new place just opened on 39th Street called Meshuggah Bagels. And my wife went. There. Have you? Yes. So my wife bought bagels for the office, and she was so pleased, excited, proud to get in there and buy them and taste them. And because, bagels. Are they good? Yeah. Is it like, so what, so what is it about New York? What is it about, uh, you know, it's, it's what, what are they? Well, like, what makes like, that bagel good? Is it is it is it that it's like soft inside or like what? It's, what it's, are they it's doing? It's a bit more. You're gonna get a little bit crunchier on the outside and then softer on the inside. And a lot of it has to do with like Einstein steams their bagels. Like traditional bagel making, the bagel is boiled. Oh really? Okay. And and these people like kind of messed around and did a lot of different recipes and just really. You know, like like you said, they they work at it, they they crafted it, and they, they they work. You know, they made something that is unique and separates them from every other bagel shop. Because there's, you know, yeah, you could go to to Hy-Vee and get a bagel, and it's ninety nine cents, and it's like it'll it'll work. But you go here, and you're like, okay, that's why this bagel is just a little bit more. But you're getting, you know, the the taste is better, the the overall experience is is so much better because it's just really good and it's authentic i mean we're back to that whole craft thing it's you know it's handcrafted they want it's artfully made yeah and and and, you know and and they they're very traditional in a sense that they have plain they have onion everything poppy sesame that's it it's not there's not a you know a fucking cinnamon sugar bagel there's not a cinnamon (laughs) raisin bagel there's not a blueberry you know when i was little and we go to new york and we get bagels Sweet bagels in there. If you wanted sweet, you had a plain bagel. That's a well. That's yeah, because you because you put the uh, the spread on it, the, sh- the smear, right? Or yeah, you, you yeah. put the cream cheese on it, and that's it. And then or and then you could put white fish on it, like the white fish salad on Ooh, the at, okay. at Meshuga. Fantastic, really. But you, but you do cream cheese. You do uh, some smoked salmon, some lox, a little bit of onion, a little bit of capers. It's heaven, man. Wow, man. Yeah, I got to get over there. But like I said, man, my wife was just so excited and, and, and pleased that, you know, that's something that opened in our neighborhood that she can now pick up a work for herself. She's even sharing it with her coworkers and just no, like, it's, it's good check stuff. this out. It's so, really good bagels. I, I was very happy. That's and, awesome. And, you know, well, good a for lot them. Of people and it's a, it's a small business. And, you know, I've, I, I just hope it makes I just I think people will, will you know, in a sense, appreciate that, you know, and you have the same thing with. Favre, the the bread place on Summit, and Ibis, the bread place on 87th Street in in Lenexa. Oh, cool! Yeah, they make killer stuff, and you know, and you get it with all the coffee roasters. You're getting that that artisanal, you know, pe- these are these people's passions, and they're they're putting it and they're sharing it with us, and I think that's awesome, dude. I, you got it. You got to mention that donut bar. And now you were talking about how awesome it was that Mashuga was was doing. Tr- ultra traditional 
but uh, you gotta you gotta check out that uh, that donut bar in, in Westport, dude. They they're they're going the other direction. I mean, they're like, yeah, I will put bacon on this maple long john. And the donuts were, I, and I went there and I, I had a buffalo sweat. So yeah, that's and that's why I plug them. The donuts were good. <laughs> now they're doing a great bar business too. Yeah, no, but the the donuts are really good. My um, we went out to dinner, my wife and I, and then after dinner we went to. She, you know, my wife loves donuts, so we went out and got donuts for dessert, and donuts were killer. That's fun, man. That's that's cool that that, and, that and exists. And I'll only admit this on the podcast, but uh, the people next to us left some donuts and <laughs> some donut pieces, and, and I ate it because I didn't have that kind of donut. And my wife said, that's kind of gross, but zero, like, as Ruben likes to say, zero fucks given. I was right there. They didn't spit on it. It's oh, just, they, man. They I love donuts. the honesty, Corey, man. It. That is that awesome. Good. <laughs> I, I could totally see him fucking doing that. It's not even a shock to me. No, I, so, I said, hey, Julie, yeah. give me that. She's like, oh, that's gross. I'm like, whatever. They didn't spit on it. They were clean. They looked clean. They they were fine. They're they're paying top dollar for donuts. They're, they're not going to fuck with it. Hey, man, I really good. appreciate uh, you taking the time to, to talk to us uh, tonight, man. Thank and, you, Grant. And, uh, man, we, we had a... We we always have a good time just just fucking hanging. What, what's better than drinking some beers and you know what? I fucking I'm actually learning some shit, bro. Like Dude, a lot of the questions that they're it's like, I'm like, hey like, man, you knew, you knew like, no, yeah, I know a lot of this shit, bro. Questions and and the different process questions. I'm legit. I think I could brew some shit just yeah, right you're here. Ready, man? We should fucking we should right do now. A, uh, <laughs> we should do a collaboration homebrew with the uh, with the pod with the. Uh, you know what? You that know? that is something that. I is like one of my dreams that I haven't, you know, uh, I would like to do a collaboration beer with, you know, one of the local brewers or something. And I think it's going to happen. I just, dude, and totally I've never even right. reached totally. out to anyone yeah, about it. Dude, I got a guy in mind. If it's not Michael Wells, um, it's yeah. Jeremiah Feigl. In, um, this dude has an awesome, and he doesn't live far from here, um, but he has an awesome homebrew set up. He brews all the time. And um, I'm sure he would love to have you guys come out. And That'd ask be so dope, man. His brain work up a recipe that's unique to, to what your your tastes and his tastes are. Um, well, yeah, we could do a pills. You know, I was even could. thinking like a cold brew control. coffee too. Yeah. A coffee, some kind of a coffee yeah, you beer got, because you, Ruben, like, you, you're a coffee man. You, man, I drink you so much coffee, coffee lately because I've cut down on my beer, and the thing that's replaced the beer is the fucking coffee, man. Oh, totally, man. But it's it's a uh, it's a. Uh, I don't know if it's good to trade one vice for another, but that's what I've been doing, you know. So, like, lately, like, I'll be watching a game and I'll just brew me, I mean, I'll just make me a coffee real quick instead of a beer, man. I know. That's what they say alcoholics do. That's why, like, Alcoholics Anonymous has so much fucking that's coffee. That's weird, though, but serious. drinking coffee and watching a game is I know. Do you have to put it in a tumbler, or how do you manage the, like... Or you well, just drinking in a regular coffee cup? Oh, I love coffee cups. I love the ceramic cups. I got all kinds of different ones. But do you sit and watch? Because, like, if I'm in... No, I, I, I stand and watch stand? it. I'm oh, retarded. I'm no, crazy. No, I, I stand also. I stand I, also. I cannot sit. I'm a, I'm when my team is playing... I stand. I can't sit. I, I Neither can I. I'm a stand. I, I, I pretend like I can. I'll sit down. I'll put a little blanket on my legs. No, I and don't, and I'm, I'm that lasts for like shit. two minutes. No, no, I don't. I don't and then do I'm blankies. up pacing and shit. No, but hey, man, we won't keep you. I know you got your boys. When things are slow, but if if it's a if it's a compelling game and shit's happening, I have to stand because yeah, like, I'm it's too I got that stay. nervous energy, man. But hey, Grant, man, I appreciate. Did you did you? Uh, is there anybody else that you wanted to come visit with us or anything? Or nah, we're good. 
I'll, I'll offer to them if they want to come by and do it. But I, I got to give a shout out to once again, um, uh, Barley's Brew House. Thanks for having us tonight, man. That was awesome. Um, uh, Brant uh, Rosen over here is uh, he's the he's the beer manager and and uh, he's just killing it. So we really appreciate him. And he has some really cool stories about previous uh, events like tonight. He actually got the uh, one of the founders of uh, Ballast Point in and was telling some stories nice. about that. That was cool. That must have been. It had to have been. Um, and yeah, so so he's awesome. And so in the Barley's group, um, the Casey Hops group, uh, I want to give a shout out to them. Uh, Crawford Sales Company is our distributor uh, for Tallgrass in this area, and man, they they bend over backwards to get our beer um, to retail in a way that makes us proud. And and so and thank is you to just Johnson County. Yeah, right? they just do Johnson County. Well, they do five counties south of Johnson County as well. They go all the way down to Lake Fort Scott. But yeah, if you're if you're um, if you're buying beer in Johnson County and you buy Tallgrass, it came through those guys. Through Crawford. It, yeah, it came okay. through the Crawford hands. And remember last time. I was on the podcast. We were with Will Fisher and yeah. in uh, the Wyandotte and County. And, yeah, and, um, and they cover Wyandotte. all of Wyandotte. And then you got Crawford in, in uh, uh, Johnson County. So big shout out to them. And then yeah, they, uh, they do an great. awesome job. They they really have a lot. Of, like at, at Lucas in, at their old location, the one on mm-hmm. 119th. Yeah, they had a the the eight bit display with the like. Uh, oh yeah, the arcade the display. Yeah. yeah like, whenever I go there with my kids, they're like, I "Get that beer, Daddy! <laughs> that beer, video game! I want to play." That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, definitely. And then a big shout out to Greg Papp, our new brewmaster at Tallgrass. This guy is the real deal. He's awesome, man. And and I think we're gonna only only great things. Uh, will come from from his influence. Yeah, he he was really knowledgeable, and he you could tell he really knew his stuff because the questions that he asked and just the information that he imparted. Just he really understands the the brewing process, and I just you know it was it was real interesting to kind of get him to kind of talk about and really get nitty gritty stuff. Where I you know I'm sure there were a lot of people there that are like that's eh, a bit too much, but it was you know to to Reuben and I was definitely really interesting just you know the different types of sugars and just and just how all these ingredients come together to make a beer yeah dude he's yeah it's good it's good so with that I turned into a pumpkin but not the podcast so uh, I want to say thank you Corey thank you Reuben for having me on absolutely honestly thank, thank very much it for, means a lot thanks Grant for coming out and um, and thank you for the event you did an awesome job yeah, thanks, Grant, man. It was good talking to you, bro. All it was right, always thanks, great man. talking to you, man. Right. You're a badass motherfucker. Appreciate dude. it, guys. Cheers. Right on, man. And uh, so what do, what do you think, Corey? Are we done or what? What do you want to do? You want to keep yeah. talking? Yeah. I I think, know. You know what? I don't think there's much more to say. We're live here from fucking Barley's Brew House on 119th Street. And and I'm going to snap a quick picture just so, you, so that uh, we'll post this so you can see kind of where we were broadcasting from. Because it's pretty funny. We should have took a picture with Grant, with Grant on the mic. But, yeah, hey, it's but, all good, yeah. man. I'll just hey, grab uh, you on the mic, and there'll be an empty space next to Reuben with a mic, and let's pretend that I'm there. Right on, gotcha, don. So, hey, and uh, with that, it looks like. Uh, we turn into a pumpkin, and I'll say it for Corey. It's, or, or how about it? How about a, uh He's taking a picture right now. Uh, we just turned into a comp- pumpkin. <laughs> say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. You want me to do that?